welcome to selfdiscoveryradio.com. With over 1,400 shows, we have the answers for you. Enjoy your listening on selfdiscoveryradio.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living. I am your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest is Kimberly Lovell, back for a second time. Last time we talked about your financial beliefs, living in your spiritual financial abundance, and how that if you are a caregiver or anybody that's in that type of business, we always feel guilty of charging. Well, we got over that one, and now we're actually going to be looking at what are our unconscious money beliefs, and how do we transform them into upworthing our level of income. And we don't realize sometimes that those blockages are very deep within. Um, I recently got cleared of a vow of poverty that I've been carrying around for many lifetimes. That vow of poverty now has been obliterated in every single way you can possibly think of. But I'm still having to retrain my mindset to, to the vow of prosperity. And I know it is a process and something that you have to keep doing. So we're going to learn how our unconscious beliefs are sabotaging our relationship with money. We're going to clear oaths, those vows, contract related to money, vows of poverty, struggle and sacrifice, and discover the wealthy business goddess mindset. So Kimberly is a gem at this. She knows exactly how to do it using archetypes and other uh, mediums. And we're going to find out how can we have a good relationship with money, especially if you are one of those people that is a constant giver. We can't give if we aren't able to receive and we are worthy of receiving. How do we get into that mindset? So let's bring on Kimberly and discover what techniques we can use to be abundant in all aspects of our life, including the bank account. Welcome to the show, Kimberly. Hi, Sarah. It's great to be here again. Uh, it's good to have you back. Um, I love doing the archetypes with you. Um, it really was a, a mind opener. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm a maverick and, and it's, you can't escape who you are, you know, and what, how you're built because that's your DNA, um, blueprint, isn't it? And mm -hmm. for some people, you know, money, it's not a question of the, that it's evil because money isn't evil. It's purely a tool. It's what's done in the name of money, you know, where the issues come up. But for some people, it's, you know, I have no qualms about having a shitload of money uh, because I have <laughs> plenty to do with it. But it's, um, I'm just not sending out the right vibe or inviting it in the right way. So, you know, there's a lot of us that we kind of get in our own way unknowingly, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about the unconscious beliefs. So consciously, none of us would choose to um, be struggling with money or to have an unhealthy relationship with money. But you're right, it's the unconscious beliefs and they're so, so powerful. Most people don't realize that they have them. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have lots of fun tonight. <laughs> yeah, so we realize we have them when the bank account is constantly empty. You know? <laughs> so. Well, it's interesting. There's all kinds of patterns with money, you know. So sometimes it's, um, you know, I work with a lot of people around uh, the money topic. And sometimes people have money, but they can't hang on to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes they can't save it, or sometimes you know they end up in debt. So it's all it's all situations, you know. Um, and and really, our birthright is to be abundant. So it's great to be able to do this show together and and help people really kind of get clearer on their money mindset. But it also goes to the thing where where some people be kind of become a slave to money, 
and it's mm-hmm. all about the money. I recently did a show with somebody who was a doctor who, you know, looked at patients as a commodity, you know, made a great deal of money, the big house, the Hummer, the BMW, until yep. he realized he was becoming a slave to mm-hmm. that image he was maintaining. And it took a near-death experience for him, for him to realize that the abundance didn't allow in the bank account. So he's now, yeah. he said, Hummer to Camaro. So our relationship with money is, it goes really, really deep, doesn't it? And it's, it's a lot to do the way we're up, we're brought up, past lives, and very much how society looks at money and places importance upon it. Yes, yeah. So what do we do? What are our first steps? <laughs> okay, so let's start. Guide at, me to let's start a little. Please, Kimberly, guide me to abundance. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just backtrack then, so everybody kind of knows where where we're at, and I'll maybe just share a little bit about how I, how I got into this. So, um, I've been working with. I started off thirty years ago now, working with spirit, and I was a medium and a healer. Um, that was following a, a tragic uh, suicide in the family. It put me on my pathway. And uh, I haven't looked back, really. I've spent a lifetime um, since really trying to help empower people to live their purpose and to enjoy life. And life is also about money. We need money mm. in this life. Often spiritual people kind of say, well, I'm not interested in the money. You know, I don't really care about money. You know, and hands on heart, I've been there too. Yeah. And the problem is when we say that we don't care about money, the money doesn't care about us. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens often is we have this love-hate relationship with money, you know. So as I said, there's all these different patterns. So um, for me, as I said, I've done a lot of work. We talked about the sacred money archetypes last week. They are an amazingly oh, powerful tool. Unbelievable. And today I want to dig deeper into uh, the unconscious beliefs, but actually how we clear them. So I have a fantastic tool that I use, and it's a tool that I um, use with my clients, but also it's a tool that I teach, so I run... Uh, certificated training and it's a it's a way of connecting your conscious mind and your unconscious mind so I access a theta brainwave and a theta brainwave is a brainwave that's quite normal we're always in in and out of different brainwaves throughout the daytime and during our sleep so theta helps us to connect the conscious and the unconscious it's the kind of brainwave that we go into when we're in hypnosis or trance. So it's a, um, a brainwave that I was very used to um, with the, the work that I did. I also worked as a, a transpersonal hypnotherapist. So it's very easy for people to be able to learn how to go into a theta brainwave. And I'm going to take you through a process mm-hmm. uh, a little bit later to have everybody access that theta brainwave. But it's incredibly powerful. So um, to talk about, we'll talk about the beliefs, first of all, because there are so many, all right? So I couldn't possibly mention all of the beliefs even. Um, i give you an idea. Um, we've talked about, I said I was going to clear some oaths and vows, contracts related to money. Um, lots of things are related to money. So things like um, the fear of success, the fear of failure, they obviously are going to impact on money situation. Um, but you'd be surprised at, you know, the things like the vows to, vow to struggle, um, you know, the vow to sacrifice yourself. Um, sometimes we have victim patterns that are running and those show up also with money, you know. Um, there's just so many beliefs. So um, there's a course that I run that's called Manifesting Abundance and it's a certified training. So on that course, we, we test over 100 money beliefs. 
and we're testing them. You talked about the past life, you talked about childhood, this lifetime, and we also have unconscious beliefs that are held on the soul level and also on the genetic level. The genetic level, they're passed down from our ancestors. So it may be somebody three or four or further back, three or four generations back in your family that had a particular issue and that information is then passed down either in the genes or, so it's either in your DNA or it's in what we call the morphogenetic field. And it may be sort of like memories and stories and they're so ingrained within us. Mm -hmm. So often it's not really our beliefs, you know. It can be our ancestors. I've always been amazed at what shows up where I think, you know, I've done a lot of work on myself. And then I was like, this is ridiculous because I'm doing really well. And then something comes up that's kind of sabotaging. And then I, I'm testing and it ends up being, you know, an ancestral belief on the on the genetic level from the ancestors. So, yeah, it kind of sounds a bit crazy when you're new to it, but it's so powerful. So how do we find out what these beliefs are? Um, you, I spoke to you earlier and you said that you knew how to muscle test. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you to test some beliefs in a minute. I'm just going to just let everybody else know very, very quickly how to muscle test. One way to do it, there's some videos on my website, but finger and thumb, if you put your finger and your thumb together and do this with both hands, so you've got two, um, (laughs) like two OK signs in front of you, Mm -hmm. and then you interlock your hands, and then we tell the unconscious mind that, um, yes, the muscles will hold and they'll lock. This is what our bodies do. Our bodies know the truth. They don't lie. So when something is true, the muscles will lock and they'll hold together. It's based on applied kinesiology. So we say yes, yes, yes. And then you pull those fingers and you're trying to pull them apart. And if it's a yes, they'll stay locked. So you can first of all test, my name is Sarah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you'll get a yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's surprising. Sometimes people have a different, a different name, identity. first name. Yeah, and they test no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I'm, okay. I'm definitely Sarah. So, yeah, so test, like you so say, you've got your yes, you've tested your name, and then you could test something. My name is Frank, and then you should have a no. Right. And that's a way to calibrate your muscle testing. Okay. So that's done. So we're good to go. So um, let's see what beliefs will I get you to test. Okay, so let's um, test, I fear being rich. So you say it out loud as a statement. I fear being rich. And then you must test. Okay, I'm locked. So that's a yes, yeah? So let's find out and see which levels it's held on, okay? So Mm -hmm. I fear being rich on the core level. I fear being rich on a core level. It's locked. I fear being rich on the genetic level. I fear being rich on a genetic level. Slightly locked. Mm-hmm. I fear being rich on the history level. I fear being rich on a history level. And that again, slightly parted. Mm-hmm. And I fear being rich on the soul level. And I fear being rich on a soul level. Locked. Oh my god, I'm okay. a mess. that's just one belief right the funny thing is though we can have lots of these beliefs so when I'm training we we test over 100 beliefs people might have 20 or 30 or 40 of them Mm. once we actually dig down to find the bottom belief because we have so many beliefs and they're stacked one on top the other um, a little bit like that game I never remember what it's called um, Jenga or something like that yes yes 
you well, you pull, pull them out, out without it falling yeah. down. Yes. <laughs> That's right. So when you pull, when you find and you pull the bottom belief, the other ones will come tumbling down as well. Um, sometimes there's a little bit more work to do because you can have like a particular past life that's got a few, but when you could have lots of beliefs and so forth, and when you pull the bottom one, most of it will clear, and then you will go and just check, you know, tidy up a little bit on the other one. So yeah, it's amazing. So um, Sorry, you've got it on quite a lot of levels, um, pretty much all of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hang, hang on a second, I'll just interject here. This isn't necessarily to do with your mind because your mind could be saying one thing. This is to do mm-hmm. entirely on a cellular level. Isn't Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yeah. So when people say, "No, I didn't do that," yeah, but that your mind is saying That's one right. thing, but everything else is saying something else. Exactly. You know, people always tell me I have. I work with a lot of coaches as well, a lot of mindset coaches, mm-hmm. but they don't work with this technique. You know, they might use NLP or they might reframe things. They might do affirmations. I'm not a huge fan of affirmations, you know, um, because on your cellular memory, it's no point trying to kid your unconscious mind. Yes, you know, and if you believe you're rich, well, your ancestors might not. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) It might not be safe to be rich. You might have been killed in a past life, or your ancestors may have had issues where it wasn't safe. You know, maybe they were rich and they lost all their money. Mm. You know, interesting things happen, and um, a lot of the time we don't know. Um, sometimes when I'm speaking with people they actually can you know go back in their family and they can say yes I know that did happen mm-hmm. but other times they've got no idea right. you know so you're right it's not about the conscious belief and um, people always say me, oh, no I'm, I, I'm, I'm you know I don't mind I could be rich I don't mind I don't mind rich people right <laughs> um, sometimes it's interesting though I, I um, caught my partner the other weekend um, always picking him on, on something <laughs> I have to keep muscle testing him. Um, he, he loves it. He's been all all of my trainings. So um, I heard him say something other about um, the other half, how the other half live. And I said, what do you mean the other half? Who are the other half then? And he went, well, rich people. I said, oh, so that's not you then, right? Mm-hmm. And so often, you know, we kind of have to, and we don't think about it. It's just right. it comes out. The Freudian you know? slip. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really powerful to kind of test beliefs and to see what's going on. So muscle testing is a fab tool. So um, we'll just test a few more. Um, so I fear success. I fear success. I opened up on that. Not fully, but did open. Okay, that's good. Um, I fear success on the history level. I fear success on the history level. Locked. Mm-hmm. So sometimes uh, our unconscious mind is tricky. Some people might test. I'm clairaudient, so I hear people's unconscious beliefs. Mm-hmm. So if they test, if I think they've got it running, and I'm expecting them to test yes, if they test no, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was wrong, but probably not. And we test it on the different beliefs. So sometimes it's on a different, you know, on a level. So um, also we can have what I, what we call dual beliefs. So part of you, you might muscle test I'm rich, but you might also muscle test I'm poor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you might be rich on the core level, but poor on the genetic level or the history level. Right. Yeah. Or you might feel like you're rich, but you you fear being rich, or you fear rich people. You know, on a different level. So it's all conflicts in the unconscious mind. It's also and the I think, uncon- you know, if you feel enriched in other aspects uh-huh. of your life as opposed to uh-huh. money rich, right? Uh, well, yeah, and that's a different thing, isn't it? I mean, for mm-hmm. me, it's all connected. When I talk about wealth, I'm talking about of mind, body, spirit, you know, having a wealth of friends, having feeling enriched in our lives. So mm-hmm. we don't need to have money in order to feel rich. Right. Um, and it, obviously, it's a part of our everyday living. Um, 
you know, we do kind of really need money in our life in order to be able to pay bills and mortgages and rent and buy our food, etc. Um, so, yeah, but it's funny that we can, you know, we can feel that we're rich in spirit. Um, and as I was saying, often spiritual people um, have, have these kind of issues that, you know, they feel that they're very rich in their spirit and they've got lots of amazing things in their life they're very grateful for and yet they struggle with money now we have um, collective conscious beliefs or collective unconscious beliefs so you're talking about money is the root of all evil Mm -hmm. yeah and it was the love of money that's the root of all evil so that's a quote from the bible so we have a lot of um, religious beliefs that our ancestors had or maybe that we were brought up with in this lifetime or from past lives um, you know, sometimes we've got lifetimes where we were, um, we pledged, you know, to be poor yeah, or to give all our yeah. money away. Yes, yeah, exactly. So um, it's it's fascinating. Yeah, and we even never though, know. you know, um, like in my case, you know, I, I discovered I had a vow of poverty, and I've, you yeah. know, I, I, you know, destroyed that vow, but that doesn't still, uh, it's not in the other aspects of my, of my cellular level. Mm-hmm. That still mm-hmm. has to be cleared out. Like, you know, it's, it hasn't uh, rebooted yet, the computer, to kind of understand there's a new, there's a so, new um, um, belief there. Yeah, so everybody works differently. The way that we, that, um, you know, way that we work with Theta, the way that we train people to work, is to find the bottom belief and to find out what are all the lessons, the blessings and gifts that we're learning from it. You see, everything is serving us, okay? People, um, I say to people, what are you learning from that or what are you gaining from that? And they usually will say nothing it's something negative you know what are you learning from being poor nothing <laughs> i don't want to be poor um that's what well, you've if, learned. first of all you don't want to be poor <laughs> exactly first of all you're saying i don't want to be poor i don't want to be rich and then you know you're calling it to you right. things that we fear and things that we don't want are what we end up attracting yeah so the unconscious doesn't understand don't mm-hmm. <laughs> so we need to be focused on what we do want right. okay um but yeah we always clear on all four levels, okay? Um, we could say that there's five because there's also kind of like parallel lives. Mm-hmm. Um, however you might interpret that. But for me, often um, I think about, you know, when you want something in your life and you've got a, a dream or a vision, you know, everything is energy and those dreams, those visions, they have a life of their own as well. So on some level, that's another parallel life. Yeah yeah waiting to manifest Mm -hmm. so that energy is going out into the universe so we clear on all of the levels okay and we find out what it is that you're learning from it so we're usually learning lessons we sometimes we're gaining virtues so um, on the spiritual level some religions um, would say you know that money is not so good and um, that you know that if you don't have money then you're more spiritual you'll be closer to God you know, there's the saying, isn't there, the meek will inherit the earth. So sometimes people are keeping themselves poor in order to be close to God or in order to be spiritual. Yes. Okay. And that's their unconscious understanding of, you know, what spirituality is. Or or really it's about religion, not spirituality. Huge difference Mm -hmm. between religion and spirituality. Um, the, The thing about I fear failure or I fear success, sometimes people have both. And then we need to what I call dig to find out what is the bottom belief so some some little tips here on how you can do this for yourself is um, to ask what's the worst thing about that and then also what's the best thing about that and you have to kind of keep going so um, 
So you had, as I fear being rich, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's the worst thing about being rich? Uh, I mean, on the intellectual level, absolutely nothing. Because I've got plenty of yeah. plans for it. But I suppose on mm-hmm. the other level, uh, that it may change me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so just close your eyes. And how will it change you, being rich? Um, become complacent. Mm-hmm. And what's the worst thing about being complacent? Lose productivity of your purpose. Uh-huh. And what's the worst thing about that? If you're not in purpose, you're not in service. Uh-huh. And when you're not in service? Um, what's the reason for being here? Uh-huh. Okay. That, that's an interesting question, isn't it? What's the reason mm-hmm. for being here? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And is it your purpose to be in service? Is that what your life is all about? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And is there a way that when you're in service that you can serve yourself? I think I am. I think I'm feeding myself when I'm in service. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So often you're talking about givers, and again, I see this a lot with people, spiritual people, mm-hmm. heart-centered people, you know, we want to help people, you know, maybe we're coaches or, we, you know, we're in that caring capacity, we want to help people, most people are heart-centered and want to help people, yeah, but we also need to help ourselves, yes. yeah, so sometimes we overgive. when we overgive, then we're not able to receive, so receiving is a very big part of being able to have abundance and experience yeah. abundance, yeah so um test it's safe for me to receive it's safe for me to receive i'm locked mm-hmm. so that's that's good that's a yes <laughs> for the moment um so i want you to test receiving makes me weak receiving makes me weak no nope, i'm locked you're locked i'm locked yeah that's, that's a yes so receiving yes. makes you weak. yeah, yeah. So it's safe for you to receive, but then you're testing yeah. that receiving makes you weak. Mm-hmm, so that's not, yeah, not particularly safe. Um, and again, this is a common one for people. You know, it's one that I had. You know, because it's like I have to do everything myself. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't want to do everything myself on an but unconscious it's also, level. It's also like if you do something, you've got to do something back for them of equal or more. Yes, yeah. yes. You have to give back. So you feel yeah. indebted. Yeah. Um, so test test that. I'm indebted to others. I'm indebted to others totally locked mm. so sometimes when we you know say that we have to be in service and there's no point to living otherwise it's because we've got some kind of um, unconscious commitment to serve others in order to repay them yeah mm, yes. and then when we dig on you know different beliefs sometimes people they, they can never repay their debts yeah yes. or they can never repay people that you know I owe them my life well how do you repay that back yeah right. Do you have to give a life for a life, or, <laughs> or give up your life for them? Yes. Yeah. Which in the so past, there we go. I mean, that, that was unconscious, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, yeah. you save someone's life, you now own them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, they're really powerful um, beliefs, and of course, our beliefs and our feelings underpin everything that we do. They underpin, yeah. you know, our, our thoughts and our behaviours and so forth, and therefore what we're creating and manifesting in our lives. Um, what we do and what we don't do because usually the things that stop us from taking aligned action the things that cause us to procrastinate or sabotage are these unconscious beliefs 
So um, let's get into clearing some of them, shall we? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a few more just so that, you know, people that are listening can test a few more beliefs. So I've got a whole list of uh, beliefs on my website people can download and check. Um, but there's fear of being alone, a fear of being rejected or abandoned, fear of being unloved, um, fear of being unsafe. You know, if it's not safe for us to have money, have love, whatever it is that we're um, talking about really because with you know today we're talking about money but you know in terms of abundance it could be an abundance of love yeah. sometimes um you know everything is connected and i used to have a belief that um that i um that love was more important than money and that i chose love over money <laughs> right and you can't so, have both yeah mm-hmm. Like, when did I decide that I had to make a choice between one or the other? I don't know. Right. Or maybe it was my ancestors. But And I was kind of like, oh, my goodness. And that played out in my life, you know. Um, I'm sure you can kind of put two and two oh, together. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. But, you know, you can have it all, but you can only have it all if you're able to be it all and you're able to believe it all. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, of course, it's that feeling worthy, isn't it? That's yes. That's always the big challenge. Yes, worth is a huge issue. Um, and again, for a lot of women, but for everybody in general, you know, self-worth, self-esteem, confidence, feeling worthy, feeling deserving. Um, and the truth is, you see, we don't have to do anything in order to be worthy or be deserving. We already are worthy and deserving. The fact that we're human beings and we're here. Yeah. Right? Exactly. And, and we've become so ingrained, I think, in, in our collective that we have to earn love that we have to earn money that we have to earn respect you know Mm -hmm. that we have to behave in a certain way we're conditioned from childhood you know to be a good girl or be a good boy that we have to do this or do that we have to do a good job yeah um but that's you know that all of that you know we start comparing ourselves and judging ourselves and trying to live up to other people's expectations that's nothing to do with worth and it's also well, just, you know, placing any importance upon yourself, which is not self-importance, mm, which is ego-driven, yes. but just placing any importance upon yourself, like putting yourself first, nurturing yourself, um, being full within you. You're yeah. so much more productive and of service to people when you are abundant, but there is this you know, whole thing of that I need to sacrifice myself, um, mm-hmm. you know, and rather than be full and abundant because in that way I actually can serve more people. Yes. So, you know, it's kind of getting your, your whole psyche to actually understand that way of thinking. Yeah, yeah. And I know, you know, there's probably a lot of people listening um, that may be kind of, you know, lots kind of resonating with what we're talking about here. But also, you know, what you've got in the bank, I just want to make this really clear for people because people might be thinking, well, how can I be, you know, feel worthy or how can I feel abundant when I don't have any money? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um so, you know, regardless of what you've got in your bank um, and on your bank statement, <laughs> you can still choose, okay, everything is choice, you can still choose to feel abundant. Yeah. You know what abundance feels like, okay? Yeah. And if you don't, in a minute I'm going to do some downloads. But so it's about choosing that energy, that vibration. It's not about fake it till you make it because we're no. going to pull the limiting beliefs that do have us feel unworthy and not good enough and not able to receive, but then replace them with the positive beliefs, but also the feelings. So we feel it on the cellular level. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah? It's not just an idea or a concept. <clears throat> we have to embody it. 
we have to be that energy and that vibration so we're going to be doing that um in just a minute but yeah it's regardless of what you know the bank statement shows you are abundant and you know everybody has different beliefs but you know we live in an abundant world you know you look to nature nature is abundant Absolutely. we've got infinite resources it's about really the problems that are going on in the world about how we're actually you know dividing and separating and distributing resources okay those are the things that we need to work out and how to you know kind of be a bit more sustainable or a lot more sustainable and um, so yeah. you know those are those are kind of like our challenges and our um, things that we can create in the world so that we can make the best use of all that we have for everybody to be able to prosper everybody to be able to be abundant okay and, but so the other thing I uh, you know, <laughs> think about an empty bank account is just like nature you know things die off and uh-huh. then they regrow yes and come back to life again well you know your bank balance can too just because it's empty right yes. now doesn't mean you have to stay there you yes. that you can seed it so that it grows again yeah it's about being in flow yeah you know when we're in flow then you know it's like the, the tide the ebb and the flow so you know it comes in it goes out again some people have issues around uh, what I call feast or famine they've mm-hmm. either got lots or they haven't got enough yeah. you know and it, it, that's part of you know some unconscious program that's running around feast and famine um, but truly you can have consistent abundance and of course money likes a purpose so you know um, you hear lots of people that have won the lottery uh, for example, who's their their wealth consciousness, their money mindset wasn't of that vibration. So they, you know, they received the money, they won it, and then they kind of just frittered it away. Mm-hmm. They didn't have, you know, the, the they weren't a good guardian for the money. So money will come to us when we have a purpose for it. You know, if you've got certain things that you want to create in your life, in your business, some, you know, some great projects or things that you want to do with that money, the money will come in because you're creating a container for it. So that's important too. But in order to create the container, we need to have the mindset right, yeah? Yeah. Because we can have all sorts of amazing ideas and and visions, but, you know, the unconscious mindset's really, you know, running that show. So let's talk about... um, how to get into a theta brainwave then I'll take you through like a little exercise so if you just close your eyes and take a nice deep breath in and want you to focus on your heart and then take your energy down through your feet imagine that you've got beautiful roots going down through the soles of your feet into mother earth so they go deeper and deeper and deeper down into the earth knowing that Mother Earth is a part of all that is. Just allowing yourself to be held by Mother Earth. Feel that wonderful sense of unconditional love, of belonging, of being nurtured. And then allow that nurturing energy to come up now through the soles of your feet all the way up through your body opening up all of the energy centers, coming up through your legs, into your hips, into your stomach, your chest, your shoulders, your arms, into your neck, in your fingertips, all the way up your back, up into your head. I want you to imagine a beautiful ball of light on the top of your head. And just notice what color that ball of light is. 
and in a moment you're going to step into that ball of light and we're going to connect with the universe, with source, with God, with creator of all that is, whatever you want to call that energy, that energy that is everything. So when you're ready, step into that ball of light and allow yourself to go higher and higher and higher. You're going up through all the layers of the universe, through the bright lights and the dark lights and the bright lights and the dark lights. And you're going higher and higher and higher. You're going to the seventh plane. So you may see beautiful sparkly lights, beautiful pink laws of compassion. And just allow that beautiful law of compassion to push you higher still. You may see a rectangle window. And this is the window to the seventh plane. So just go through that window now. You'll see beautiful sparkly white light, so bright. It's as bright as the sun, but it doesn't hurt your eyes. And it's beautiful tingly feeling going through your body. Every atom, every molecule begins to blend with this beautiful white light. And you're in the seventh plane here connected with everything that is. I hope you enjoyed this show. For more shows like this and all the interviews of extraordinary people from around the world doing magnificent things, please do tune in to selfdiscoveryradio.com. Of all that is. So as you continue to bask in this energy, I'm going to invite you to change some beliefs and all you need to do is to say yes if you want these beliefs to be changed or pulled so let's start with some of these vows so oaths, vows, promises, agreements, commitments or contracts that you've made throughout time, space, dimension and reality everywhere that you've decided that money isn't for you Maybe you decided that you needed to be poor in order to be spiritual, in order to live your purpose, in order to be close to God, whatever the reason. Is it okay if we pull and cancel that belief, send it to the light and replace it with the truth, I am abundant? Would you like that? Oh, yes. Yeah, so just say yes and allow that energy to shift within you. If you're sensitive to energy, you might see colors, you might feel energy shifting. Sometimes people get like little tingles, it's all good. You might not feel anything and that's good too. <laughs> so just trust this process. Yeah, so I'm being shown that there's lots of shifting on all levels, on the history level, the ancestral level from, um, from family. And the ancestors love it when we clear beliefs because they get cleared as well mm-hmm. for them, but also for us. And also when we work on this genetic level, we're also clearing it for those that we're sharing our DNA with. So for your children um, and for their children, we're clearing it all the way back through the genetic line and bringing it all the way forward through the genetic line. So it's beautiful to be able to do this. So can we teach you what it feels like that you can live without poverty 
Mm-hmm. Can we teach you what it feels like that it's safe for you to be abundant, to be wealthy, to be rich, and that you are? Beautiful. So um, I can see this This is shifting with you, Sarah, so oh, this yeah. is good. Mm-hmm. Um, so for some people, when we work in this way, you might feel shifts taking place. Sometimes there's more work that needs to be done, um, but you'll get some clearing, you'll get some shifts. Um, so... Yeah, let's just, so let's just have a look at the struggle. So everywhere that you have to struggle, that you vow to struggle, everywhere that you have to learn the hard way. Uh, God loves a trier, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) And some of us try so hard, right? (laughs) So, um, So would you like to know what it feels like that you can let go of the struggle? Let's just pull any oaths, any vows, any promises, agreements, commitments, or contracts that you've made through all time, space, dimension, reality to struggle. Okay? Teach you what it feels like that that you can learn, that learning can be fun, that you can learn the easy way. Okay? That you can have more grace, more ease in your life, that you know how to live without struggling. Okay? So just sending all that struggle up to the light releasing that and let's download for you that you know what it feels like that you can be close to God without needing to suffer without needing to struggle without needing to be poor okay without needing to be on your knees mm-hmm. do you like that oh yeah yeah so let's just clear all of that you see often our ancestors you know we've um, we're becoming more conscious now of um, spirituality as opposed to religion and um, it doesn't matter what religion you are, this is for everybody, okay? Mm-hmm. No matter, you know, what religion. But some religions, we have these kind of beliefs where, you know, we have to um, struggle or we have to be a certain way. So can Creator teach you, can God teach you or the universe teach you whatever you want to call that energy? So if I'm using a word, just replace it with the word that you, you um accept and that you love so can we teach you what it feels like the difference between religion and spirituality yes it's divine and that you know what it feels like to be spiritual mm-hmm. okay that's shifting so much so and you know the ancestors are coming in I can kind of feel like not just us, but people that are going to be listening to this, you know, um, next week or next month or whatever. Everybody that's listening will be able to receive um, these healings and these downloads. So this is cool. Okay, good. So, sacrifice. Let's talk about sacrifice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so often I think as... Um, mothers as women we sacrifice ourselves and often men sacrifice themselves don't they they have the role of protector um, or breadwinner often so you know we have these beliefs um, a lot of them outdated so let's have universe teach you what it feels like that you know how to live without sacrificing yourself so any oaths any vows promises agreements commitments contracts or time space dimension reality that you've ever made to sacrifice yourself to others or to anything or anyone 
let's just pull all of that and replace it with I know what it feels like and how to live my life without being sacrificed, without sacrificing myself. Good. How are you doing, Sarah? Oh, doing great. <laughs> okay. Good. So, um, so we've done struggle, we've done sacrifice, we've done poverty. Uh, let's do. Uh, I am going to do this one. I don't know why. I want you to test this one, Sarah. Mm -hmm. Test. Um, I take a vow of silence. <laughs> I take a vow of silence. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> That's so funny. Yes, for, for radio Given host, what you yes. do, I was like, really bad. Like, no, Sarah to test this one because she's got this one running. Okay, so um, isn't it funny because you know sometimes part of our kind of um, wounding, if you like, is part of our purpose as well. And um, so yeah, so would you like to know what it feels like that you can live without having to be silent, without having to shut up, without having to be quiet? Oh yes. Yeah. I, mean, I, I intellectually push those boundaries all along, but yes, the permission yes. from my soul and spirit to, uh -huh. to be free would be good. Yeah, and so, you know, um, this is a big part of your purpose, isn't it, the mm -hmm. speaking. So then this is throat chakra, so it's about communication, it's about um, soul purpose, it's about expressing our purpose, um, it's about speaking our truth. So some of you may have had um, issues around being able to speak your truth, or, you know, we had growing up, things like, you know, children are seen and not heard. Um, hopefully that's a bit further back than our generation, but probably not that far back, no, actually. No. No, not yeah, so, yeah, or, you know, you don't answer your parents' backs, you know, so it's like you, your opinion, your voice doesn't matter. Yeah. So every voice matters, of course. We all need to be seen and to be heard. So can universe show you what it feels like that any vows to be silent? Sometimes we have um, passed lies, you know, with nuns, that kind of thing, where we've taken a vow of silence or heaven forbid a vow of chastity. <laughs> we might have to pull that one as well. Let's pull that one as well. Because <laughs> yeah, that's our creativity. I, I find that one too. <laughs> yeah, it's our creativity. Yes. So, um, so let's have creator pull the, the vow of silence, the vow of chastity and teach you what it feels like, that it's safe for you to be able to speak, it's safe for you to be able to be heard, to be able to speak your truth, to be able to express your purpose in the world and that you know how and what it feels like that you're heard by others, that you matter and that you're important and that you also know how to listen to others and have others speak their truth. Yeah, that's better. Seeing all these beautiful, I see colours coming in and things coming out. Cool. So let's do the the um, the vow of chastity then, because this is your your sacral chakra, and um, it's about creation. It's also about our desires. So when we're wanting to manifest things in our life, whatever it is we're wanting to manifest, um, you know, if we're not allowed to have what we desire, yeah. or we're forbidden, or we're not permitted, um, or we don't get what we want, then that's what we create. You know, and it creates a lot of frustration, uh, a lot of blockage there. So that doesn't help that flow. So let's just pull any oaths, vows, promises, agreements, commitments, contracts, at all times, space, dimension, reality, everywhere that you've taken that vow of chastity. Everywhere that you've shut yourself off or denied yourself from um, bodily pleasure, let's say that, and why those words are coming up, but they are. So everywhere that you disconnected from your desires, from your dreams, everywhere you're not able to have what you want, 
everywhere that it's been made wrong in some way, let's just ask Creator to pull all of that and teach you how to live without it. Teach you what it feels like, that you know how to feel your desires, feel your dreams, and that you know how what it feels like that your dreams can come true. And that it's safe to, that you know how to, and that you allow yourself to. So I'm feeling much more aware of the body now. It's really funny how, um, you know, we're kind of we're in these bodies, but we're more than the body. And yet oh, yeah. sometimes, you know, um, it's kind of like we're not really in our body. We're not yeah. grounded. Um, and this is another thing around the money and around the receiving. We need to be in our body. We need to be able to feel the joy of being here and having fun. Sometimes we get a bit serious in our work or with our purpose, you know. So a sacral chakra and um, receiving is about feeling and it's about enjoyment, fulfillment. So would you like to know what it feels like that your desires can be fulfilled? Yeah, I've lost them. I've actually lost a, a lot of joy in life. Ah, uh, uh -huh. been completely okay. disconnected from that. I enjoy yeah. my work and what I do. I love it. But the mm -hmm. actual just feeling joy um, yeah. isn't uh, very open. Ah, uh -huh. okay. So, um, can Creator pull any energies that are blocking you from feeling the joy? So, any sadness, any sorrow, any grief, all of that? Mm -hmm. For you, for everybody listening, because often we have um, yeah, feelings that need to be pulled out in order for us to be able to feel that joy. And sometimes people have, um, you know, some people have imbalances in their um, brain chemicals. Mm-hmm. That means that they have they don't have enough serotonin, so they find it hard to to kind of feel uplifted or to feel happy. Yeah. Um, so there's some things that we can do around that. So one is to balance the chemicals in your brain, so that you know what it feels like um, to be happy. And we also have receptors in every cell in our body. So we have receptors for pain and receptors for struggle and <laughs> receptors for for happiness. Okay. Um, sometimes what happens is they kind of get stuck. You know, so we might have some negative receptors for things that we don't particularly really want. Um, and so we can kind of close down some of the receptors and open up receptors for joy so that we can invite more joy into our life. So let's just ask the universe to do that for everybody, that we know what it feels like, that it is safe for us to be joyful. That is, again, joy is one of our, um, the nature of who we are. We're love, we're joy, you know, just being here. Um, we get so caught up doing, 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 so busy. Um, and this is where we kind of disconnect really from ourselves. So just have everybody feel what it, see what it feels like to connect with yourself, that you know what it feels like to live without being disconnected from yourself, without being disconnected from your body, without being separate from or yourself. Or from, from the sadness. Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing, it's like when we, if we've got sadness or, or kind of grief, often, you know, we kind of, busy lives, we kind of sometimes don't really allow ourselves to express all of that or clear that. So, you know, it kind of gets stuck in ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, sadness often gets stuck in the lungs. Um, anger gets stuck in the liver or can affect the liver. Um, fear in the kidneys and so forth. So we want to pull this from our body and from we can get it in our organs, in our tissue, pull it and clear it from our energy field and teach us how to live without it. So um, 
truly everything in in life is a gift and it's all about how we perceive it you know in our small um, personality and ego of course we have you know certain beliefs that we hold on to to kind of control everything <laughs> and we, we really you know? can't you know um, embrace these new beliefs until we have actually deleted and released these old ones exactly exactly they don't live harmoniously together uh-uh no, well, you know, sometimes people have what we say dual beliefs, so they can know one thing but they feel another, mm-hmm. or, you know, it's kind of there but they've also got the opposite. So, you know, in order for us to feel really joyful, we want to clear any regrets, any rejection, yeah, um, yeah any, um, we want to clear resentments because anger and that, you know, anger and frustration and sadness, they block our joy. And yeah. um, uh, and so that means, like, again, we're not receiving. Right. You know? Yeah, and guilt's a huge one, isn't it? Like, lately, huge. I've been feeling guilty over things from 20, 30 years ago. And it's right. like, you know, why am I still feeling guilty about this? You know, I've I've asked for forgiveness, but I'm still carrying it around. And why now? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, again, these are, like, huge topics, and everybody would be different, you know, if we dig yeah. down to the bottom of what's going on. But, you know, often um, the stuff around worth, self-worth and self-esteem, yeah. very much around shame and guilt. Yeah. So um, I'm going to ask Greta to teach you what it feels like to live without shame, to live without guilt. And as I just said that, just without, to live without shame, I could hear a lot of objections coming up. Like in the subconscious, because mm-hmm. um, often the reasons we hold on to shame and guilt is that if we feel we've done something wrong, we don't want to do that again. So it's like a way of keeping ourselves safe, so we don't repeat that mistake. And so therefore, we hold on to it. We keep beating ourselves up mm-hmm. in order to to be good. Now, yeah? yeah. So can the universe teach you what it feels like? That you already have those lessons, blessings, and gifts that you know how to um, be the best you that you can. That you have greatest perspective on everything that's occurred in your life yeah we see things from the small mind okay from the universal mind everything is different everything has served a purpose we don't always see that um, and you were talking about the forgiveness it, well, the biggest thing sometimes is that we forgive others um, but we don't forgive ourselves yeah. so let's just ask creator to pull any unforgiveness everywhere you don't forgive yourself that you can't forget that's created to teach you what it feels like it's safe to forget that now that you can leave that behind that you can have the lessons the blessings and the gifts and you can move forward now that you can forgive yourself you can forgive others um forgiveness is huge again you know unforgiveness will block you from receiving yeah um and the person when you forgive it's not about forgiving the other person and what they did it's about you know setting yourself free yeah yeah. Yes, it's not condoning um, what's been done, but it's releasing yeah. yourself from the pain and attachment yeah. to it. Yeah, and you know, when we say that, we're kind of like talking to the conscious mind, yeah. and people will be like, yeah, 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 but on the unconscious level, it's like, no, they hold it on to it, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not safe. If I let it go, then they'll do it again. You know, so um, let's just have created teach you what it feels like, that it's safe to let go, that you know how to have healthy boundaries, that you know how to do the right thing, Um and that you know what it feels like to live without being a victim, then it you know it's safe then to forgive and let go, move move forward in your life. Hmm. When we do that as well, we're also calling back all of your soul fragments. I'm just being made aware there's lots of soul fragments that are being called back in. Any time we have any pain, shock, or trauma on any of these levels, there's parts of our soul, um, like little fragments or shards that kind of split off. You know, so that means that we're 
kind of like not as powerful mm-hmm. as we truly are so it's really cool to bring back these soul fragments and bring back more of your energy and more of your soul energy with you so that you know um, that you can be powerful that you can be strong that you can be this amazing magnificent co-creator that you are okay when, when you are in that freedom i mean you you do feel so light you feel like liquid you feel like air fluidity i mean everything about you is just beautifully moving forward um, yeah. but when you are blocked you just feel heavy all the time and tired uh-huh. all the time and uh-huh. weighted down and it's yeah. just like you're carrying a load that you know just that gets heavier and yeah. heavier over time and it's a uh, repression isn't it yeah so any time that we're feeling that heaviness or mm. any time that we're kind of identified with a problem um, usually what's happening is we're disconnected from everything that is yeah because there's always a solution okay there's always a lesson or a gift everything's serving us so it's not really a problem (laughs) it's an opportunity um which is very easy to say you know because when my shit happens i kind of i can get into my forgetfulness and kind of get bogged down a bit sometimes you know but i'm i'm lucky that you know kind of a lot of my training i will kind of a part of me is like no okay so what's the lesson here what am i learning from it the more that we train ourselves to do this and the less reactive we become and we're able to respond and to find a solution a lot quicker and to like to get back into flow, back into connection with everything. Yeah, because so, you, um, you need to spend the emotion, but you yeah. don't need to get caught up in the emotion. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, you have to, uh, you have to release it, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, release any anger, release any frustration, which doesn't mean shouting or ranting, right. but, you know, just clear that energy so that you can then be in your powerful um, self. Because if you and don't, it's, it's going to go in your layer yeah. of your psyche, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so let's just, um, I'm just going to ask Creator what we're doing here now. Yeah, so I'm seeing, and I'm seeing a lot of energy still shifting for people. So I'm just going to ask Creator to teach you what it feels like that to live your life from that place of connection that place of abundance, knowing that you're always loved, that you're always safe, that you have greatest perspective on that, on how to um, how to keep yourself safe. A few people needing that little <laughs> extra bit in there. Yeah, it's not that we're never going to have fear because we're, you know, we've got animal instinct and intuition, our gut, gut instinct, you know. So, um, but yeah, once we know that we can, that we are safe, that the universe has our back, of course, there's things that we can be inspired to do. We can follow our intuition, you know, we'll be guided. Um, but life is so much easier. So let's just pull any fear or any um, anxiety that people have been holding on to and teach you what it feels like to live without that, any doubts or disbelief. As the, I'm just seeing as well some people with some God issues. Mm. And you could replace that with the universe. It doesn't matter. You know, it's like, you know, nobody cares. The universe doesn't love me. God forgets me. God ignores me. All of that. You know, it's just our perception. So let's just download the universe's truth on all of that. Always love. We're always connected. It's just that we maybe have turned the volume down and we're not hearing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. So let's just have all of you lovely people to just take a nice deep breath in. As you breathe out now, I just want you to imagine that you're having a beautiful shower of light washing over you. We might want some raindrops. 
washing cleanse and then just bring yourself back down into your body now so you're coming back through all the layers of the universe the bright lights dark lights bright lights coming all the way back into your physical body that beautiful ball of light coming in through the top of your head into your body take your energy down to your feet out through the soles of your feet connecting with mother earth and then bringing that earth energy all the way back up through your body all the way up to your crown chakra when you're ready, just opening your eyes. Welcome back. <laughs> Good. So that's a little bit how we change the beliefs. We've covered how we find them and you can muscle test them. Um, it's like taking yeah. in a shower, isn't it? It's uh -huh. like, you know, giving, putting yourself through the wash cycle and getting rid of, you know, a whole lot of stains that have been there for a long time and coming out yes. feeling kind of refreshed and fluffy and new. Yeah, yeah. And if I was working one-to-one -one with somebody, then I would, you know, kind of have a list of what they wanted to work on, what the, what the old story is, what the new story is, what they're wanting to manifest, and then we would dig and find some of these beliefs. When I'm working in groups, I know lots of common beliefs. Whenever I've worked with groups... Um, there's things that I've tested like pain, shock and trauma, the abundance thing, the not worthy thing, not good enough. That comes up 50% of people in the room when I've done live mm -hmm. events have these beliefs and time and time again I've done it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh God. So if there's 50% of people in the room, there's 50% of the population out there yeah, exactly. that have got these beliefs. So, you know, it's it's normal, it's common. Um, you know, so yeah, it's really good to get them cleared up. And there's a lot okay. of kind of static energy out there at the present moment with this kind of mm -hmm. disruption that's going on in the world, this shake-up. And uh, it's very, very easy to get caught in the static. And we have to be aware of that and make sure we don't buy into it because it is going to be very disruptive to us, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's that f that f lot of it's that fear-based energy. Mm -hmm. You know, we see a lot of um, negative stuff on, on the TVs and... You know, um, especially when you're sensitive, you don't even need to watch TV. You can kind of feel it. You know, it's some things like Facebook. You know, today some people posting some things with animal abuse, yes. and like, it makes me cry watching. Yes. And I'm like, God, I can't even put Facebook on anymore. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So um, yeah, it's it's good to keep yourself in as kind of like a higher vibration and positive energy as you can, so you don't get sucked into that. And of course, we can send our thoughts. Our thoughts are so powerful, so we can make a difference in the world. Um, it's not that we're ignoring it, um, but, you know, it's it's what you see day in, day out, whether it's on your Facebook feed or, you know, on the news or whatever, you're feeling it. Everybody's mm -hmm. connected, so we're already feeling what's going on around the world on some level, you know. Some of us are more conscious of that yes. or more sensitive to it. But, yeah, that, there's think, a lot going on. I think for, for people like us that are like that, I think that's where that overriding sadness can come. And it yeah. can be very, very consuming. So. One yes. really has to, to remember to take yourself through this kind of exercise and clean yourself out. Otherwise, yeah. it, it really it kind of becomes such a damp blanket that you can't rise from it. Yeah, I mean, meditation is so powerful. Mm. And uh, the theta brainwave is, is really quick. This is the quickest way to actually connect, you know, with your unconscious mind, with your higher self, with God, universe, whatever you want to call that energy, with your angels, um, you know, with your spirit guides, you can have all the, you know, the support that you need, all the love and all the wisdom that you need to tap into, all the guidance um, for your life, and that beautiful shower of love and energy that you just get topped up, 
you know. And it's so, so easy to kind of test yourself, you know, just yes. ask yourself some questions. And as you said, the body doesn't lie. Yeah. And you go, oh, oh gosh, I, I wasn't aware that that's how yeah. I was feeling. Well, now, you know, do a cleanse, you know, yeah. of it. Yeah. So it's something we can maintain. We, we're busy maintaining everything else in our lives, but we forget that we need maintenance ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Ongoing. Ongoing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Part of your routine. That's it. It's just like having a shower, isn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you practice. are stinky. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And your life stinks. <laughs> Good metaphor. <laughs> so, shall I share the wealthy business goddess mindset? Yes, please do. Yeah. Okay. So, um, this is a really powerful exercise that you can do, by the way. Again, it will help you find some of your beliefs. Um, but anything that you want to bring into your life, the qualities that you want to experience in your life, or the, even the feelings that you want to experience in your life, um, we use this is not an affirmation, but it, when you, you say, I am. So, I am, and then you can finish the sentence. It might be, I am a mother. Mm -hmm. I am a woman. I am a man. I am an entrepreneur, I am whatever, <laughs> okay? Um, so the wealthy business goddess mindset, it's about who you are being, okay? Everything that, when we're trying to change things in our life, we can change our environment, we can change our behaviors. The biggest change comes from changing our identity and who we are being in the world, okay? So who are you and who are you being? And you know, most of the things that we want in life that we don't have is because we need to be a different vibration. We need to match that energy and vibration, raise our vibration and be the better version of ourselves. Yeah. So, for example, if you've got a lot of um, anxiety and worry and you're kind of like doubting everything and you doubt yourself, then you want to be somebody who is confident, yeah? So, if you put, I am confident, yeah? Mm-hmm. Everything that you say after I am, because I am is kind of like our I am presence. Everything you say after I am is, is that's, it's almost like you're telling your unconscious mind this, okay? And I, I just kind of, it's not like an affirmation, but I've kind of put these up somewhere where you can see them. So um, I am a goddess. You might be a god if you're male. Mm -hmm. um, I am powerful. I am successful, I am abundant, I am wealthy, I am connected to all that is, my ideal clients are everywhere, I say yes to life and life says yes to me. And you can add to these, you know, you can kind of put whatever you want to in there. Um, but the, you know, the, some of these are kind of like really counteracting some of those um, unconscious beliefs that we've been talking about. And it's addressing it, it in the now, isn't it? In yeah. the moment. So you, if you're speaking yeah. to the moment, then the universe knows is that you need it now. Don't yeah. speak to something you want in the future. Mm -hmm. It's now. Address the now because that's what energy understands is now. Yeah. Yeah. It's all happening now. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, when when you say when you kind of have these. Um, beliefs when you have this mindset so as a wealthy goddess what what do you do in this situation right? it kind of allows you to kind of step up <clears throat> you know 
um and i also do a lot of work with people around their future self you know we're talking about that creating their best self you know our higher self has a lot of wisdom and guidance and it's you know the personality ego that gets caught up in the fear-based stuff and, and needing to be safe and kind of playing small you know so when you allow yourself to step into to these um statements um, and you claim this identity, so I am a goddess. So as a goddess, you know, what do you do in this situation? Um, as somebody who's powerful, what do you do in this situation? Or as somebody who's successful, what do you do, you know? What behaviours do you have? What habits do you have? And, you know, there's a big difference between the habits of people that are um, wealthy and people that are successful and people maybe that are struggling, Yeah. So it's kind of really looking at our um, habits and our behaviours and changing those. But when, as I say, once we've shifted our limiting beliefs and once we've kind of downloaded with these positive beliefs and positive feelings, it's much easier to be that different person because we've already changed it on the cellular level. We don't have to, you know, kind of like use a lot of willpower to try and be or feel powerful. You know, we just feel it. But sometimes even on the cellular level you've released, but like there is that still memory drive in your head. <coughs> and so you can actually feel it. Like, you know, you go and say something and all of a sudden you'll feel something in your body or that little doubt will come up. And uh-huh. so, you know, it's like address it. Don't let it ferment, right? Address it and clear mm-hmm. it right now because it just could be a mirror or residual imprint in there or your programming yep. in, your, in your mind hasn't changed yet. And you mm. may have to do it a few times until it gets the message that that I is would, a deleted program. Yeah, I would say with, with this work, if we find the bottom belief and we and we find what you're learning from it, if we change a belief, we will then muscle test it to make sure that we've got those beliefs mm-hmm. and that the other ones are cleared, <clears throat> then you shouldn't have stuff coming up. Sometimes um, for a couple of days, we might have old programs like memories that, that are still being released because right. we can muscle test that the belief's gone but as you're saying the energy would maybe take a little bit longer but it shouldn't kind of be there like you know a week later right if it is then we've got some more work to do there's something that we didn't quite get to the bottom of or you know on one level maybe <clears throat> so um yeah but but what you're saying in terms of you know clearing any energy that you've got you know if you've got you don't have to believe everything that you hear even if it's from mm-hmm. yourself yeah you know <laughs> a lot of a lot of the beliefs that we have right this is going to blow some people's minds maybe but a lot of the beliefs that we have aren't even our beliefs and i'm not yeah. even talking now about you know our ancestors a lot of the times we're all connected so we're picking up collective unconscious yeah. it may be our loved ones it may be their feelings and their beliefs and their pain sometimes mm-hmm. So, you know, um, just ask yourself, who, whose belief is it? Exactly. Or who does it belong to? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And especially if you're in an environment where people, instead mm-hmm. of owning their beliefs, are dumping their beliefs. Yeah. You know, you could yeah. be a receptor and you're kind of picking up somebody's angst several floors down. Yeah. You know, and you just kind of picked up that vibe. And yeah. so, you know, look at it. Is this me? As you say, muscle test. Uh, and yeah. if it isn't, make sure you shake it off, clear it right, right yeah. there and then, because you know those are your boundaries. You're not. That's not welcome. Yeah. Yeah. So this has been absolutely fascinating. I love it. Um, and the thing is, again, is that a lot of people think to do all of these thang- things, it has to be so complicated and so complex. And mm-hmm. really, when you look at it, it's just so very simple. Anybody can muscle test. Anybody can mm-hmm. speak to this. Now, it's great to have somebody like you there that, A, you can see whether it's working or not. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but also to guide people through the process, especially initially, until yes. they get to that point where they're kind of they're living in their joy and their abundance, yeah. and and it's just a question of maintaining that practice to make yeah. sure they stay on that equilibrium. But I mean, we all need that somebody to get us out of the gate to help us this with is, the clearing. This is why I like teaching it though, because I love to give people tools and yes. empower them. Yes. You know, so Send you them can home you with can... a toolkit, yeah. Yeah, there's there's videos on the muscle testing. I've got lists of beliefs that you can muscle test yourself. You know, there's meditation that you can listen to and, and you know, go back into that and kind of, you know, there's books that you can read or you can come and do the training, yeah, <laughs> whichever. But, yeah, it's good to be able to have tools that you can use for yourself because when, you know, if I get something that comes up, now I'm kind of okay so what's the worst thing about that and what would happen if and I start digging on it you know and then very soon like within a couple of minutes I've got the bottom belief and when these beliefs are pulled you can get amazing results very quickly you know I've had some phenomenal results with people um, using this work it's very powerful well you yeah. know, it's, it's I mean I'm already feeling lighter I mean, I've been walking around heavy for so long, just wondering what is in my way. Because, it, as I said, my mind is saying one thing, but you know, uh -huh. the old memories are, are kind of saying, "Uh, uh, uh." And uh, yeah. you know, w very often we we don't know how to get to that core cellular level ourselves. Mm. You know, if we're, we aren't designed to do that. So you do need to have somebody who knows those channels and knows how to go through those layers of release. Um, yeah. Because otherwise we end up just doing it intellectually and not really going through the channels or you know down in those cellular levels. Yeah. Yeah, I still have I have sessions myself. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. And this is the thing; it's not you know. And I do a lot of work on myself as well, you know. But yeah, I still have other people facilitate me. Yeah, exactly. Because um, you know that's. You know, it's um, you know, doctor heal thyself. It's always the worst patient, right? So yeah, you know, we we have to be mindful of of doing this ourselves to maintain our own inner wealth um, yeah. and inner health. And let's understand, your health is your wealth. Exactly. Right? And yeah. You know, uh, you know, money is money. It's a wonderful tool. It enables uh -huh. and it gives us a good lifestyle. But without health you're not mm -hmm. wealthy so mm -hmm. and that comes so much from stuff that we're carrying around that starts breaking yep. down the body and the mind right yeah it's all connected yeah yeah, yeah. so this has been a wonderful session and folks if this is the first one that you've listened to please go back and listen to the other one as well with the archetypes this financial abundance it's uh, that's going to blow your mind again and we're going to do a third one and what's the third one going to be on Kimberly Ah, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going to take us next? I think we uh, should address love. I think love is a universal love. thing that is very well, hard for people to do in, in such a repressed world. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then maybe, I was thinking that we might do something around manifesting. And um, so maybe we'll talk about love and manifesting because that, in again, it can be in any... Um, Love is the foundation of everything. Yeah. We're not yeah. loving ourselves, we're not loving life, then, you know, um, we're setting ourselves up to fail, basically. <laughs> and of course, a and lot of people think that manifesting is that you, you just put it out to the universe and you sit there and yeah. wait for it to happen, which is no. not so, right? It's, uh, no. you know, it's, it's no. painting the picture for the universe to deliver for you, but you've got to act in order yeah. for that delivery. 
So, so maybe yeah. maybe I'll take people through a process then mm-hmm. next time about um, love and about manifesting and then to help them to open up to um, experience more love in their life. And be able and to hold on to that love that because one. again, you know, this this mm-hmm. this thing that love is fleeting. Why? <laughs> You know, uh-huh. when you've got it, why do we lose it? Why are we so happy to give it away? Why can't uh-huh. we sustain it? You know, <laughs> uh, you know, it's so, you know, it's it's like, you know, better to have loved and lost. You know, I don't want to lose any love. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to hold on to it. And I think yeah. there's so many myths going out there. And I think, again, it comes down to that reprogramming, is it? And feeling yeah. worthy of love, having a love of life, uh, yeah. loving love, you know, and, and keeping it alive, keeping the flame alive. Yeah. So that would be a That'd good be one. Cool. Yeah. Let's do it. We're, we're uncovering so much here. As I said, please go back and listen to the archetype ones because you're going to want to take uh, your archetypes with her as well. It blew my mind and it gave me such clarity. And then this today, you know, I knew there were layers in me. But again, it's very hard to do on yourself, especially when you are you know, a spiritual person because you've got so much dialogue going on in you all the time. And to have somebody take you through it you know it just it just feels like you know you've gone to the laundromat somebody else is doing your laundry <laughs> <laughs> because guarantee you're going to miss the spots if you do it yourself right <laughs> so you know it really i did come out feeling kind of so much cleaner that's the word i, f- I feel so much cleaner <laughs> so you know that's it's a good feeling <laughs> so and it, doesn't mean you're not going to go and get into a mud pit and get muddied up again. So you need the tools to know how to get back clean again, right? (laughs) (laughs) I love your metaphors. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has been an absolute delight and we've learned so much from you today. It's the same with the archetypes and I know we're going to with the love. And so we're going to do that in October, have you back in a few weeks. And Mm -hmm. really, this is something, listen, it doesn't matter which order you listen things into. Um, but you know be willing to take the journey be willing to do uh, what's needed and reach out to you because uh, you can work with people virtually as well as um, independently right yeah most of my work I do is on Skype Um, nowadays I work with people all over the world on Skype yeah exactly and uh, she may be in the UK she has a beautiful speaking voice I've, I've had other people do things where the voice absolutely grates you so you can't hear the message and you have a beautiful therapeutic voice there that really is very that allows like a wave to go through you so uh, folks reach well, thank out you. to her so how do they get a hold of you how do they book a session with you okay so people you can come to come to my website uh, give you www KimberlyLovell.com and you can find out more about the healing work that I do, the mindset work um, and you can also find out about the training, download um, some of the limiting beliefs so you can muscle test yourself, you can see the videos, um, so if you sign up um, in fact, if you sign up on the KimberlyLovell.com one, there's some goodies on that one but there's another website I have which has got a sequence of emails that comes out to you with all of those downloads on and that is www.theta-healing-training.com So I'm sure Sarah will put links as well on the blog. And that one you'll get sent the MP3, you'll get sent the video, you'll get sent um, a list of beliefs that you can muscle test and download. So those come out automatically for you. Excellent. And uh, it's Lovell with two L's, folks. So it's Lovell with two L's.com. Join her Facebook Wealthy Business Goddess Tribe. 
Uh, she's also on Facebook, Kimberly.Lovell. And, uh, you know, I really do encourage you to reach out uh, because this is something, especially initially, when you're, you know, beginning at this, you need the guidance and the help. And then after that, she's giving you the tools. You've got the toolkit to maintain yourself and with an occasional top up from her. So, you know, it's um, you're not meant to do it alone and let somebody guide you who knows what she's doing. And, uh, and I promise you, you're going to feel great. Uh, even those that listened and went with this today, um, I'm sure you are feeling absolutely wonderful. And with the archetypes, as I said, it just blew my mind. Um, and it, it's really explained so much about yourself and why and who you are. So I really encourage you to reach out and do that as well. Kimberly, it is always a delight. I'm looking forward to the next one. And oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Conjure up some more after that because we can yeah, go on and, on and on with you. <laughs> <laughs> the Kimberly thanks series. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks so much, love. And uh, to everyone else, remember, it's not wishful thinking. It's not like I wish or I can't. Action. You know, you have to get out and do. She's here to help you reach out put yourself into action you'll see the results and then you'll wonder why you took so long it's up to you folks so don't forget to invest in yourself because you're worth it until next time